Everyone's better than me, but I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Baby, can you dig it? If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me Improvement Podcast, where I get better with the help of a guest who is better than me at something. But I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me. So I have a little prank that I'm going to pull to bring them down to size because they can go to hell. Except for this guest, who is Francis Laguna Driscoll, a digital designer. Francis, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you on the show today and get better at design. Um, I, I think that this is exciting. It's also great to have you back on the show. You have been on the show before as a, a prank in the past, um, uh, but uh, but now you're here in purely uh, improving me uh, function. Um, so it's exciting to do that. Uh, but of course, we're going to start off with uh, getting to know each other and the get to know you questions, if that's all right. That's that's perfectly fine. I look forward to it. As we always start off with, how do you and I know each other? Um, well, I did some design work for uh, a show that you had recently, and um, I, you know, I I really put in a lot of effort, and I think the 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 end result came out pretty 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 great. It did turn out pretty great, uh, and we uh, just so uh, it's been recorded and we have this documented, we are still expecting those other assets um, for Laugh Masters uh, in the future, just so you know. Uh, but we expect that they'll be fantastic, um, as they all have been so far. Wonderful. Uh, the next Get to Know You question is this one. Earth, water, fire, wind. These are the four elements that keep the world in harmony. Until one day, Francis added a new element to the mix. What's your new element? I want to say respect. Yeah, that's good. It, that's, what's, that's what's missing in the balance of the other elements. Does it have to be tangible? Like, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think wind is tangible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, mutually respect between everyone um on the world living in a harmonious environment ostensibly this question is like based on like avatar the last airbender stuff um do you do you consider yourself a respect bender um no okay i was i i well i don't watch avatar too much so i'd consider myself more of a respect maintainer okay that's fine uh, well, that has been the first get to know you question, but we've got another one. Uh, it is this one. What is the most difficult thing that you have no experience in that you think you could do successfully on your first try? Now, imagine I am there. Does that help or hurt? Um, something that I can, uh, that like I'm trying for the first time ever Yeah. that I'm good at. Okay. So mm, I'd like to say curling. Um, I think that looks like such a fun activity to do. And even though it, it, it looks very approachable in terms of coming into it for the first time. Uh, I, I think that's a great answer. I think that, uh, I, this question was maybe set up to sort of, uh, get you a bit, but, um, I, I don't think it has. I think maybe you're right. And also the uh, additional half of the question. Now imagine I am there. Does that help or hurt? I mean, I think it helps. You need someone to to either 
um, you know, toss the weight or brush. So I think it could only help, right? Absolutely. Uh, I think, honestly, if uh, I could be honest, we we would make an, a, a wonderful team. Um, it would be, I, I would opt to do the sweeping. Um, I'm, I feel like I would be a fantastic sweeper. Um, and yeah, I think your, your hand-eye coordination is second to none. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate you saying that. I do think that, uh, most curling teams are three people, two sweepers and, and one. Actually, I think even the thrower and, uh, comes and helps sweeping at the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we make a name for ourselves as the first two person curling team, um. We'll have to give it a try, but we'll have to give it a try after these fan-submitted questions. We, of course, have fans all across the world, and they send in questions to our experts to help us get better, or for us to help them get better, excuse me. Um, And here is one of those. Well, fuck me running. This was the scene during my town's marathon last month when the path inadvertently navigated through an active breeding habitat for really randy squirrels. Most of the runners did not complete the marathon because of the horny squirrel attacks. But I persevered and won. The judging commission, though, said that my win should not count because it was about 25 minutes longer than the average winning time. How do I get the judging commission to recognize my achievement? And that's from Diana Assem from Nassagon, Belgium. So in in my... uh, What I would do is I would send... uh, probably a, a letter to the organizing committee or um, organization that set up the marathon mm-hmm. and let them know that, um, you know, squirrels reproducing at, you know, I, I think at the alarming rates they were reproducing at the current, at the event that was there um, is something to kind of respect. And, you know, I think that, any 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 old person can just blast through a marathon stepping on squirrels but it takes really a person who has like a lot of empathy to take the care to kind of move around and avoid all of the attacks and still finish the race so i think that in itself is a it's 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 a good it's a good um way to show to the committee that you are deserving of such a prize and such a, a record time. Um, I mean, yeah, they, 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 the person won the race and, mm-hmm. you know, that should be the accepted time, right? I would think so as well. I mean, uh, I, you know, I'm not the expert here, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I am a little bit concerned. I think we're giving maybe Diana, I, I know that she's a listener and um, and that's why she was able to send this question in. But I think we're giving maybe her more credit than she's doing, assuming that she like avoided the squirrels and was empathetic to them and didn't like, you know. Did she hurt squirrels? Did I, she... I, don't, I don't know. I don't have any more information. I just know that she did finish the race. She finished the race. Yeah. Oh, so she might have not been using empathy. Yeah, she could have been using like a a knife or something. Or kicking. Yeah. Or kicking. Yep. Yeah. Well, Diana, I hope that helped. Um, We'll move on to our next uh, fan submitted question, which is this one. Do you have issues with productivity? 
I can get very addicted to my phone. And so I recently locked it in a waterproof box and threw the box into the lake near my house so that I could finally focus and finish my resume. And it worked. I have an interview set up for tomorrow at 3 p.m. Unfortunately, it is a phone interview. How can I get my phone back from the depths of the lake quickly? And that's from Adila Razi from Berasai, India. So I think my uh, line of approach would be to reach out to these YouTube channels that are uh, magnet fitchers. Um, basically what they do is they attach a large magnet, uh, to the end of a rope and then they'll drag it across the bottom of the lake. Um, there are instances, instances where they bring up, they, they pull up old guns, uh, old mines, uh, ha- uh, hand grenades, um, at which point they would call the authorities to, um, make sure they are not, uh, active. That would include kind of bring it in bomb squad. So assuming, you know, your phone is not anywhere close to a, uh, active minefield or, um, you know, any type of, um, weapons dump. Um, I think you could get your phone back in a pretty decent amount of time, given the availability of these YouTube channel, um, magnet fishers. Um, and, and if the waterproof box is made of plastic, uh, it might not be. It might be metal. It just seems, you know, I feel like ill-advised if I was going to throw my phone into yeah, a lake inside of a box. I would probably wouldn't want it to like rust and stuff. I mean, they'd have to have some sort of screws on there, like metal screws or something like that, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Adila, I hope that helped. Uh, I can't see how it wouldn't. Um Wonderful. Well, those have been the fans submitted and get to know you questions, uh, but we're going to jump right into the topic at hand, which is getting better at design. Um, you are a professional digital designer, isn't that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm excited to get better from someone who has, you know, real professional bona fides. Um, but I, I do like to start off with this question, which is why should I get better at this? Yeah, well, I think you should uh, learn about, you know, design in general, just because it's, it's, it's a, it's a good process to have for problem solving. Um, I think that, you know, there are the, uh, the, the jobs that are kind of graphic design and visual design. Um, but they're also, you know, product design, user experience design. Um, these are all just different ways to kind of solve a problem. And, um, when it comes to your daily life, I think, you know, it's something that could come in handy. That's interesting. I so uh, when we're talking about getting better at design, we're in on this podcast episode. We're talking about getting better at design in sort of all things. Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, I this is sort of uncouth that the gotcha alarm is going off so soon, but um, uh, but it is sort of doing that now because, of course, uh, you know, the prank today is that if you're so good at design, specifically design of all things. Um, you should be able to uh, help me get better at the most dangerous design, um, which of course is man. Uh, and so uh, we'll, I guess we're going to be designing a man today. Um, I have uh, often appearing prank guests and a former guest, Josiah Knight here on the call. Um, and uh, we're going to be designing Josiah into the perfect man. 
I would be glad to take on that problem. Yeah, to, to take on that um, that challenge. That that's interesting. So um, so just right off the bat, you would say that right off the bat, you would say that you feel like Josiah is sort of both a challenge and a problem, sort of in his natural state. Um. Well, I I I, I briefly have met Josiah in a social setting, and he seemed like a wonderful individual, but. I, I, I'd hate to say that there's a perfect person out there. So I feel like everyone has their uh, own problems or, you know, different areas where they can improve. And I feel like design is not, uh, you know, come to a, a solution and then you're done type of industry. You kind of, it's a psych- cyclical process where you kind of come to a solution and then you try and see how you can even make it better. Hmm. Um, kind of um, uh, getting better through iteration. So That's interesting. I, the original tagline for this show uh, was keep getting better. So um, Yeah, you're designing, uh, you're, you are getting better at what you do through a process, which is, you know, similar to, you know, design. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, I, I, I do want to make sure that we get Josiah on here um, and just see sort of the baseline of what we're working with. Um, Josiah, do you want to give us some... Uh, background to who you are, what this um, sort of untouched marble is that we're working with here. Uh, Sure. Um, I wouldn't say that I consider myself particularly um, mannish in terms of if we're talking about uh, the gender division, but I I do obviously identify with man, the editorial man um, with a capital M. Um, I guess I would consider myself pretty primordial soupy i think that there's a lot to work with um i think that there's a lot of potential um but i wouldn't say that i i particularly have any sort of vision for the mold that i would like to pour my soup into um i'm pretty malleable uh well that sounds pretty good to me um francis when you are approaching a new design uh like this uh what are some of the first things that you do well, typically, I, I want to kind of understand um, the, uh, the 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 user that we're going to be kind of uh, dealing with. I want to ah. understand, um, you know, say, Josiah. Um, Do you think Josiah is the user in this instance? Well, um, I think the, the task at hand is we want to design a man and we want to help you get better at designing mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's it's all down to you. So like, what what areas improvement do you think that Josiah has? That's uh, a great question. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I think that hmm, Josiah was talking about being um, primordial soupy. Uh, I think that that's pretty true. Um, I think Josiah's soupy. Um, I'd even go to the extent of maybe sloppy. Um, um sloshy um if those are features because uh, i would maybe call them bugs um, um uh to add to that yeah. um i used to cry a lot in college and someone um was once comparing all of the other gay men on campus to pastries cute little pastries um but they told me that i was a leaky kroger bag full of water so yeah we would want to fix that too um yeah. if he I also pee a lot, um, like every 30 minutes. I don't know if that's healthy, 
I think that um, I may be flushing out too many things from my body, maybe even the good things that it needs. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, maybe is there a starting point in there anywhere? If this, these uh, issues were presented to you in say a design capacity, what would you first steps to be, uh, be to addressing them? So I think we got a number of things. So we've got um, that he's soupy, sloppy, sloshy. Um, he uh, got he 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 has been known to cry a lot, and that mm-hmm. people on campus mm-hmm. uh, tended to uh, refer to other uh, of his classmates as pastries, whereas they re- referred to him as a leaky Kroger bag. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then there's also the idea of him peeing a lot. So I think the, if we had to define a problem in this situation, I'd say that he tends to excrete a lot of fluids. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you met me once and, um, then again, virtually, and I I think you nailed it. So uh, I think the next step would be kind of trying to ideate different solutions, uh, of maybe, ways we can improve his um how how he can retain his liquid a little bit better um fantastic yeah i mean is is this an issue that you've run into before with anything that you've been designing is this a a problem that you've approached and tried to improve on i well you know i primarily work in the visual side of things um Mm -hmm. so a lot of digital graphics and stuff like that nothing kind of um, in the terms of like the human experience. Um, so I think, no, I've never actually, this is my first time. And actually it's, I think I I will, I will be adding this to my resume. Sure. Yeah, no, of course I, I would expect nothing less. Well, uh, maybe then, uh, if you were to say have a, and forgive me if I'm getting the language wrong here, um, a visual or digital design that you're working on that seems to be excreting a lot of liquid that's like, you know, sloshy sloppy or um you know it's sort of uh, i don't know leaking uh what would you do peeing Peeing. yeah that's true if you if you were Mm -hmm. working on a digital design a visual graphic design that was peeing a lot what would you um also francis not to throw a wrench in this design um but externally yes i am very very wet and leaky internally my mouth and eyes are always dry Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. Hmm. So, so maybe a, a two-parter there. Yeah. So honestly, I, I think, you know, I, I think we're kind of removed. I'd like to remove us from the whole visual aspect of this and kind of focus on his experience as a man. Okay. And um, I think um, to answer his question that, you know, while he is leaking a lot, um, but he does re- kind of, have that experience of having an extremely dry mouth. I think maybe um, if there is a way we could recycle the, 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 the liquids that are being excreted from his body and finding a way to purify them and return them into his own mouth, I think that would be an ideal solution. Wow. Okay. Mm. That sounds that promising. Is, it is interesting um, that you would suggest something like that sort of, sustaining myself because the day that i was born 
Um, my grandmother floated three inches above the floor and proclaimed me to be the Ouroboros, the snake that would eat its own tail. Oh, wow. Um, so this is my first time hearing, um, like, I have no familiarity with the Ouroboros. Could you kind of elaborate on what that is? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) I thought everyone knew about the Ouroboros. Um, the Ouroboros is an alchemical, um, conceptual tool, uh, the snake eating its own tail. It represents perfect and fleeting harmony that can never be achieved. Hmm. I'll also say, sort of just as a feature of uh, Josiah that maybe could be improved upon, I I think he tends to um, bring up sort of like uh, uh, imperfect alchemical symbols that can never be achieved a little too frequently. Um, That's something I'd like to turn down. I would... My tendency to um, sprinkle in apocrypha and to cult knowledge into conversation, um, it has cost me jobs. Um, I lost my wife because mm. of it. I haven't seen my kids in years. Mm. Yeah, like the number of times that I'll just be sort of um, going on about, you know, some funny story that I had and Josiah will be like, oh, yes, you know, this this reminds me exactly uh, of the time when I tried to combine vinegar with Cinnabar uh, and, and sort of created uh, a black sulfur that uh, consumed my soul. Yeah. It's, Everyone knows that <laughs> that's the recipe for albedo. Yeah, see, I, this is this is nonsense to me. And frankly, whenever he's doing this, he's also like the floor is getting wet because he is just leaking and peeing and just, you know. Yeah. So I think maybe um, trying to kind of rope us back in, um, I think the next step that we would have to take is actually coming up with some sort of prototype uh, that we could kind of rapidly come up with a prototype or a solution um, of the I- the different ideas that we came up with when it comes to solving his uh, leakiness and dry okay. mouth at the same time. So I think uh, that's that would actually be the next step. I think we should kind of brainstorm at least one or two more ideas and try to vote which one's the best. Can, can, I, pro- can, I, can I propose something? Yeah, absolutely. I'm So uh, I love this idea of a... Uh, uh, sort of some vessel that is drawing the moisture out and then putting it back into him, into his mouth. And so uh, uh, maybe also to solve this issue of his frequent mentioning of the alchemical symbols and the apocrypha, uh, it would be a tube at the end of which has sort of a, some kind of pacifier or muting device that also puts the liquid back into his mouth. Okay, yeah. I think... If we were to, I actually, I really enjoy that idea and it gave me a kind of an idea. I was thinking maybe we could repurpose a camelback, um, oh. one of those backpacks oh. that runners use. And is there any sort of way that um, there could maybe be a, a speaker attached to this that has some sort of translation device on it so that when I'm speaking about the Baba Yaga as a metaphor for the monotony of time and also the oppression of mm-hmm. women um, in traditional Slavic folktales that could sort of translate that into things like Boy Mondays. Yeah, something that, something that could like take his yeah, fantastical and whimsy and sort of regurgitate it back out. Still in human speech that could be recognized, but in human speech that could be recognized and accepted you know, in, uh, you know, a bus or uh, a workplace. 
I think, yeah, I think we could work that into future designs. I think, you know, in, in the next iterations of this Camelback muting device uh, for Josiah, um, mm. we could probably include maybe like an iPod touch uh, or yeah. some sort of device and uh, repurpose it so it can be fit into the prototype. Um, I, I, I feel like a lot of iPods are uh, available for cheap on eBay. So, um um, and this is um, this, this just another uh, problem that I have with myself uh, that I just thought of, as you mentioned, the iPad that can translate for me. Um, I also have a lot of trouble making small talk mm-hmm. with people. Is that something that you could work in? Um, yeah, I, I think that's something I could work in. But like like before, um, I just I feel like when we come up with these problems, to these when we try and kind of fix these uh these these problems we kind of want to stay specific kind of keep the the problem specific to one thing and then mm. all of these problems that you're coming up with we can work them into future iterations so we're, we're really trying to f- create a product that its function is specifically to fixing one problem um, or maybe two in this instance well, I yeah, I, I ideally we'd like to stick to one specific problem. Specificity when it comes to defining your problems is definitely um, it's it's a lot it's 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 recommended when okay. it comes to the design process. But that's not to say in the future when we kind of iterate on this 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 um, uh, Camelback um, muting device that can help you with small talk. Um, I think that, you know, we can, in, in future iterations, try and include everything, all of your problems. I, 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 maybe this is, I, you know, we're, we're, we're running right through our time. And so I don't want to get too hung up on this because I feel like we are nearing a breakthrough, but, uh, I almost wonder if the, um, Apocrypha and, um, the translation, issues or even the muting issues are as important as another issue that I have with Josiah's current model. Um, that you can't pronounce my name. That I, that I sometimes can't pronounce his name. But um, also that uh, another issue that I have with Josiah's current model is that uh, it's not mobile. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's fairly stationary. You try and move it around and it, like the entire bottom half falls apart. Um, so for the, uh, the name uh, situation, there is actually a design term and this is, uh, well, actually it might be a a programming term, but it's called, it's the kiss principle, Mm -hmm. uh, keep it, uh, keep it simple, stupid. Um, and for, um, Josiah, I honestly, just a name tag would, would help maybe, uh, you know, the phonetic, uh, way of spelling his name below that, I think that would suffice. Okay. We can definitely we can definitely yeah, factor I, that in. I think I like that, and that that you know that sort of addresses my issue with small talk. Um, if people come up to me and they say, "Hey, is this how you pronounce your name?" It's a little lit. Wow. Yes. Okay, that's pretty good. Well, and to and to the mobility issue, I guess is sort of the last piece. We we seem to have. I know we are trying to keep it simple, stupid, and we are also <laughs> trying to sort of uh, wrap things up here because um, we are coming up on time. But you know, we we've, we've got. We've got the Camelback, which is both muting him a bit and uh, also sort of recycling the liquids on him into his own mouth, um, fixing both the outside wetness and the inside dryness. And uh, the and the 
sticker with the name tag. Maybe that could even be sewn into the Camelback so that it's permanently there. Absolutely. Um, mm. So uh, that's fixing that. But uh, this mobility issue really is a problem, I think. I, that might even be the worst of all of it. It, it. it would be if he was wet and able to move around him, that'd be fine. But the fact that he is so wet and he is in one place at all times, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Mm. Well, um, so I think, you know, given that we are kind of running on time and, you know, there is still the last phase of the design process, which is to actually test this project, which I honestly, to be quite honest, we don't have a prototype built yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, unfortunately, we'd have to save that for a later date. Um, but uh, when it comes to him moving, hmm, maybe we could s- sign him up for like a rec league or something. Or um, it, so my my mobility, it's sort of an issue of. Um, do you uh, are you familiar with the concept of the observer being observed? I am not. See, this isn't um, even apocryphal. There... This is just like this is, you know philosophy there there are some days that i i sort of feel like i am being observed and in being observed i am being given a meaning and that sort of pins me into place cosmically in the universe um i maybe hmm. so that that is a tough one and I think that's outside the realm of my capabilities. Um, do you know how to just turn off? <laughs> I that that's what oh, I do. You, you, like, I just like a, a a factory reset. Wow! Yeah. I you know I mentioned that to Cameron, and he said that was stupid, and that I should do this episode. It, it's true. I it, uh, you know I thought we were really hoping to get better sort of at design here and i feel like maybe that this is was maybe more of an it issue um that we just need to turn josiah off and turn him back on um good old-fashioned reboot yeah yeah Hmm. well i think that's uh, you know maybe we can give it a go um uh i i think josiah does have a bit of us uh his reboot time is pretty lengthy though so um we might just have to turn josiah off here uh but um, bef- but before we do, Josiah, um, in this current mode, and I know you're not going to be able to give us too much insight um, because you're so broken right now. Uh, um, how do you think this went? Um, theoretically, I think that this had the potential to become something very beneficial. Wow. And that sounded like an answer. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Francis, do you think... Josiah's gotten better. Do you think actually? I'll put make this a two parter to you as well. Do you think I've gotten better at design through Josiah here? Um, I think you 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 you've you've gained a little bit of insight into the, what it is to to go through the design process, and um, I think as long as you take home these steps and kind of execute them in your daily life, I think yeah, you 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 have definitely gotten more insight into kind of learning how to design. And in this specific instance, I think that although we haven't designed or uh, kind of created the prototype yet, um, I'll be reaching out to you later to uh, schedule that. Um, but I believe that, like Josiah said, there is the potential of him becoming better d- 
designing yeah. him to be a better man um, with a capital M. Um, uh, well, Josiah, uh, do you have any parting comments before we uh, wrap up um, or have you already shut down? Um, I, it's about that time. Uh, so I do have to be, <laughs> unfortunately, no um, since we did not solve that yeah, design we didn't issue. That at all. Uh, well, perfect. Um, uh, thank you, Josiah, for being on here, uh, and helping us out. Um, and, uh, thank you, Francis, for helping me get better at design. Um, I mean, I think you're right. I think I've gotten better. I'm definitely going to, uh, implement a lot of the things that we've done here into uh into my daily life um because i think yeah i think i could get any design job i wanted right now just on this uh episode alone um i mean do you feel the same yeah absolutely um i think you know just you know list this episode as a uh, as a as a on your resume and mm -hmm. send it over I, we have openings so where i'm working so uh, oh fantastic I'd, I'd love to you know get your information and See if we can get you in touch with the uh, get you in touch with the hiring manager. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Um, well, uh, speaking of uh, getting your information, uh, I've loved talking to you, and I'm sure that the audience has loved listening to you. Where can they get more of the good Francis uh, stuff? Um, just like Instagram, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just Google search my name. It's Francis Laguna Driscoll. Um, you'll see goofy pictures of me, um, on the image search. Um, but yeah, if you do a Google search of Francis Laguna Driscoll, then Instagram, um, instead of actually going to Instagram first, um, that's mm -hmm. an easy way to find me. You know, we're always trying to get better on, uh, everyone's better than me. Um, and that includes making the show better. What could have gone better about this episode? I think the, the, the general format is quite nice. Um, I had a very uh, solid experience here. And mm -hmm. I think maybe if get a few snacks before the show. If, yeah. I'm, I had something to eat before. so I, um, I'm starving. I mean, that sounds more like the you issue. Um, but uh, wonderful. Uh, we also have a tagline that we say at the end of every episode. And... Currently, it is, and excuse me while I do all of this. Um, <clears throat> um, sorry. Uh, that, and that is, listen up, dorks. Paul will call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. My fingers are wrinkled like prunes, and when you, we've got some splaining to do. If we would have been prepared, we could have done a better job. Remember how I said I was taking a bath? I'm not actually taking a bath. And that starts with a Texas accent, moves to a Scottish accent, moves to an English accent, and then a hyper version of my voice, and then loses all accent. And all of that is done uh, after I've taken a sip of water and left it in my mouth, which does seem to cause me to choke a little bit. Um, we ask our guests to improve that tagline by uh, adding to it or subtracting anything from it or changing it in really whatever the way they would like. Um, how would you like to improve the tagline? Hmm. I, um, I would say um, do that entire tagline as you just did. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I would suggest that you hear it uh, through the microphone that you were hopping on one foot. 
Okay. Um, That's for uh, my pleasure. That's not for design purposes whatsoever. In fact, it's the the opposite. Got it. And uh, I I uh, will close the episode with that. Um, uh, well, thank you so much for being on the show, Francis. And thank you, dear listener, for listening to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Josiah Knight for helping with the prank in today's episode. You can get in contact with me with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode... Uh, I don't think I could do that. Thanks for listening. <laughs>